This episode of the Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Sales Leadership United. Sales Leadership United is the world's largest collection of sales leadership assets. Sales leadership frameworks, mindset tools, skill set tools, performance coaching, sales leadership training tools, video insights with some of the world's most successful sales leaders, tools used by sales leaders to create massive impact in the current environment. So don't waste your time trying to reinvent sales leadership. Head to Sales Leadership United on Patreon and check out what the world's most complete collection of sales leadership assets can do for you. Every topic you'll ever need and the tools to help you accelerate your sales leadership career all in one place. Check out Sales Leadership United today. Hi, I'm Rob Jepson, and my mission is to help sales leaders everywhere create record-setting growth in the companies they lead. I'm here to share the secrets of the world's most successful sales leaders. I don't care how big the company or how big the team, we showcase sales leaders who are taking what the market gives and then some. We feature leaders of teams that are beating their markets, winning at crazy rates, and creating life-changing years for the people they lead. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. We help sales leaders make how they lead their most defensible competitive advantage. It doesn't matter if you're a new manager, a first-time VP of sales, or a seasoned sales leadership executive. Tap into the power of coaching with people who have been there, done that. If you've ever wondered how other people with jobs similar to yours are addressing challenges you're facing now, reach out to the Jepson Performance Group and learn why sales leaders all around the world choose us as their performance partner. Now, get ready for some serious insights from sales leaders that are making it happen. And remember, don't worry, we got you. Hello and welcome to the Sales Leadership Podcast, where high-growth sales leaders share high-growth practices and tactics. Today, I'm going to do something different. I have a lot of guests already interviewed and ready to go. In our podcast world, we call it In the Can, and I'm excited to share these with you. I have some really, really great people lined up. We've had an amazing run of super insightful guests. The show continues to grow at unprecedented rates. I have a lot of you joining up for Sales Leadership United as a result, and I'm grateful for that. But this week as I record it is the week of Thanksgiving here in the United States where I live. I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I don't want to have one or one of these amazing episodes I have to get shortchanged. Well, on this week of Thanksgiving, we have a lot of people that take time off, um, myself being one of them. And they're enjoying family and they're enjoying friends and they're, they're recharging, which is so important for us as sales leaders to do. But I don't want those episodes to go unheard because so many people are taking t- a much needed time off. So the person that we'll do to short change is a different guest and we're going to have a different person come on and that uh, will be a much less exciting guest because that guest is me. Now, if you follow the show, you know that I do this once or twice a year. I do this a couple times uh, here and there, usually this type of year, sometimes in the holidays. And I also like to do one to kick off the year. Um, But I believe that gratitude is a massively important tool for sales leaders. And I want to talk about gratitude for sales leaders right now. I, 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 I host another podcast in Sales Leadership United for those members there. And this will also go there. I wanted to share this message on the importance of gratitude as a leadership tool, not as a life tool. I think there's a lot of research around life tools and how much happier we are if we're grateful. Happy people, though, are more successful people. And so it's not just the happy factor, though there's a lot we could do with that. So in this week of Thanksgiving, Uh, I want to start by saying gratitude shouldn't just happen on the fourth Thursday of November. 
Gratitude should be something that we make as part of who we are. Uh, grateful people, like I said, are happier people. Grateful people are more successful people. Grateful people have a lot of advantages. And leaders that lead with gratitude have advantages that other people don't have. And as we get ready to go into 2023, I hope you're looking to find ways to maximize your unfair advantages, to create new leadership advantages. And one of the ones I hope you're willing to do is create gratitude as one of your leadership uh, traits. And so I think that you'll find, as I work with sales leaders all around the world, the elite, the most successful sales leaders I work with, they also have gratitude as part of their bag of tricks. And in fact, I'm going to tell you right now to start. Gratitude is one of the most important facets of an elite, high-impact sales leader. And so I, I think it's a perfect time to dive into it. Uh, and let's call it the skill of being genuinely grateful. And I want to start by kind of examining why gratitude matters for leaders. Uh, like I said, you've probably heard lots of reasons why having that attitude of gratitude is so important. And it is. You will be a happier person. You will have a more fulfilling life. Gratitude is an amazing leadership trait, though. It's, it's often underestimated. I think it's a powerful leadership skill that can transform your entire organization. Um, if people feel like they're appreciated, they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel understood, but most important, they feel appreciated. So I want to start by having you imagine a time, and I hope you haven't, but you might have. I know I have. Have you ever worked for a manager, and I, and I use the term manager intentionally instead of leader, who just never seemed to appreciate your work regardless of your efforts? One of those places where no matter what you did, it just didn't ever feel like what you did was good enough. Uh, I, I know too many people who feel that way. I, and, and they walk on eggshells and were afraid of saying the wrong, or doing the wrong thing. This is demoralizing and it makes people feel disengaged and they detach from their company. Now, on the contrary, feeling valued and appreciated is not only a basic human need, but it makes team members more satisfied, more productive, and more committed to their job. In fact, I just had this happen at our office building. We have a great person that works at, our, at, at the front, um, and I was walking by, and I, I, because I have gratitude in my mind, I was, I was preparing for this conversation we're going to have. I, I felt like, man, I haven't told her how much I appreciate her, so I, I walked over and I spent five minutes identifying the things that I was appreciative for. It wasn't just general. It was very specific and it was an amazing experience. It was, it was something that I'm really like fired up about. It's, it's done good things, not just for her, but it did good things for me. And so if you can, if you can be that person that helps them feel appreciated, I promise you satisfaction, productivity, commitment, success, all those things are going to go up. And we're in a year right now where we're going to need to make some upgrades to what we do if we want to have upgraded performance. I think an often overlooked tool is going to be gratitude. I think in general, most leaders kind of genuinely genuinely do appreciate the people on their teams. And we may even express it like say, hey, thanks, or some emails, hey, thanks. But if we really did as good as this as we thought, why do so many employees express feelings of undervalued? It's the number one reason why people leave is they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel valued and ineffective communication and poor gratitude practice. Those could be undermining your efforts to appreciate your people. So, you know, right now, as people are thinking about gratitude in this week of Thanksgiving, 
that can be a small excuse for us to really dive into and learn about the power of gratitude and maybe be more intentional about implementing robust practices that can transform your whole organization and, 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 and transform the way you create value as a leader and the impact you create. I think gratitude's a really often overlooked part of leadership, but I, I think it's massively important. I, I think that it's something that will help you cultivate that proper spirit and, and that mental attitude that you need to lead. And if we look at the three roles we have as a sales, as a sales leader, development, environment, and accomplishment, gratitude will affect all of those. It'll affect the, your ability to develop. It'll it'll be a massive part of the environment you create. If you want to create a place where people can thrive instead of just survive, uh, an environment that's loaded with gratitude is going to go a long, long way. And then accomplishment, you'll see here in a second as I share some data, people perform better. But but you're going to have a better outlook and spirit on leading if you do this. So when you begin your day from a place of gratitude, it informs like that whole emotional state for the rest of your day. I want you to think of it like if you went to a, a party, like if you went to a, someone's home or, or an office party, whatever, you get invited. When you get welcome to someone and they say, hey, Rob, you know, my house is your house. I have people that make me feel that way when I go into their home. Like, hey, Rob, my house is your house. You're welcome here. Anything you want is yours. As opposed to a host that maybe opens the door and looks and says, who invited you? Like, why are you here? And that might make you smile, and that's a massive difference. But my house is your house, and who invited you? Those are massively different things. And and the way we lead and the way we coach and the way we interact and the direction that we lead, this is really, really important. And so – Gratitude that they're part of your party is a big, big thing to start off a great relationship. And it's not rocket science, okay? If you focus on what you're grateful for, you're not focusing on what you don't like. Now, I learned a long time ago when I was a baseball coach for a high-performing uh, Little League team. We were the first team from Utah to win the Little League World Series out in Cooperstown. And, um, and – we learned when these boys were young that it was impossible to have two emotions at the same time. If they struck out when they were young, they would come and pout. Sometimes they'd cry. And um, there's a lot of parents that probably listen to this and you're like, oh, Rob, it's okay for these kids to cry. Well, we found that it was really distracting for the other players. They didn't know how to interact. Someone was crying. We don't know what to say. We learned really quickly that the easiest way to get over the strikeout was to get them on the the dugout fence, get their fingers through there and start cheering for their next teammate, that you couldn't feel sorry for yourself and be encouraging someone else at the same time. It was one or the other. And it's the same thing when you focus on gratitude in your life and with the people that you lead. You can't focus on just yourself. You can't focus on negativity if you're focusing on what you appreciate. And so that, that area of focus of selfishness, and feeling sorry for yourself and grateful for what's happening in the world around you, you're closing the door on negativity if you're focused on what you appreciate. This is a really, really big thing for you to think about. Good thing to take a note on. Good thing to, to go back and listen to. And, and there's, a, there's a researcher, Dr. Emmons, at the University of California at Davis that did a really big study on this and, and the effects of gratitude and the impact on an individual's overall well-being. I'd encourage you to, to find the research and you can look at this. I'm going to pull a couple of points out of this, okay? He really did it as well-being, but he also found a few things on how it had to do with, with uh, business and sales. He concluded in his study that the expression of gratitude 
has a profound and positive effect on health, on mood, and even relationships, okay? And so I want to identify five or six benefits that gratitude will give a leader, okay? Number one, being grateful is just going to make you a better leader. In the study, we found that leaders who express appreciation, they're more influential, they have more they have more, um, they have more impact. Uh, they, they, they start having, uh, just have more influence. That's what I was thinking. Of. They have way more influence. They're way more respected. They're way happier. And in Glassdoor, this is really interesting. In a recent Glassdoor study, they found 81% of employees said they would work harder for a boss that appreciated them. A grateful boss gets 81% of the people that work for him to work harder. Discretionary effort. And best of all, positive recognition is contagious. It's something where people start being more recognized. They start to recognize other people and that energy that comes starts to flow. Research shows that a simple thank you has the power to motivate <coughs> really positive social behavior. So that's number one, okay? And so it'll just make you a better leader. Number two, you're going to find that gratitude, it breeds engagement. You're your your coworkers, your employees, they're all going to feel appreciated. And they're going to feel like what they do makes a difference. It's going to make them find ways they can do things. And if you start hearing critical things about performance, you eventually start to check out. But if you give positive feedback, they check in. So if you want to have more people checking in uh, and doing more uh, more positive things without being asked, that discretionary like creativity and, and finding new ways and, and innovating and, and, and doing things that they aren't just being asked to do, gratitude fosters that. Thanks for looking at this. Thanks for trying. What a great idea. Wow, you know, you'll find that that creates more of that. Third one is it creates positive energy. Now, this is a really interesting one. Um, there's a, there's a researcher named Dr. John Gottman and he's at the, he was at the university of Washington and he, he looked at relationships, uh, with families and friends and business. And and he found that you need more positive interactions just to combat one negative kind of a rule of thumb that people are going with. It's five positives to overcome one negative. And if you're starting to see people not leaning in with new ideas and new thinking, it's very possible that they're afraid to. And so you start cultivating gratitude and find ways to be thankful and appreciative, it's much more likely to get to that five to one level, okay? The next one, number four, is gratitude's gonna build resilience. You can't be grateful and be a victim at the same time, okay? Unless you're some kind of masochist. And, and you, you, you know, maybe you say I'm grateful that people are taking advantage of me, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. And so if you choose gratitude, what you're doing is you are throwing victim mentality out the door. And that's important. There's a lot of salespeople that feel like I'm a victim of the company. I'm a victim of the market. I'm a victim of whatever. We're going into a time where the market's going to probably tighten up a little bit. We're going to have to be changing some of the areas. For example, we probably don't want to just do activity management. I met with a large inside sales team just this week saying, now is not the time to be playing games on activity management at top of funnel. Now is the time to be coaching on how to get better in the middle. And um, if you are going to go forward with confidence and elevate and upgrade next year, you need to find ways to get victim mentality out. 
You need to get the sense of entitlement out. You got to get that sense of deservingness out. And um, you don't want people to say, this always happens to me. We've got to get rid of the Eeyores. And gratitude builds that. You know, you want to create opportunities where you express gratitude. And, and you'll find that other people will, will hop onto that one, okay? Um, you're going to find number five, it, it creates optimism. And, and I really like this. You don't want ever to have that optimism fail. Optimism does amazing things. Yes, it gives us positive energy. Yes, it gives us resilience. But optimism is one of my favorite things that it gets because you will do what you think about. Elite coaches move past the activity level. They even move past the pattern and the habit level. Instead of having our fuel be the activities and our willingness to grind, instead of having our fuel just be based on willpower, which is level two, that level three leader, that highest end leader, that elite leader, their fuel is vision and mindset. And that fuels optimism and desire. And if you wake up saying, oh, man, my company's really struggling, or you wake up saying, oh, man, I hope I don't get laid off today. I, I really, I had a client today in one of my one-on-ones say, am I dumb that I'm not out actively looking for another job? I said, well, if you have reason to think you need to, that's one thing. But I would rather see you lean into optimism and abundance instead of leaning into scarcity and fear. Feed your optimism, not your fears. And so wake up and think, I'm grateful that I get to work for this company. I'm pumped that I get to work with these customers. It's, it's easy for me to say because I'm living this. I think I have the greatest job in the world. I love the opportunity to have to work with customers. I'm, I'm in the middle of writing these keynotes. I've got eight different organizations coming up in the next few weeks that I'm doing keynote uh, speaking for, for kicking off their first year. And we're talking about upgrades. And I'm so excited about it. I, I can't wait to bring the message of optimism and, in, and excitement in the upgrade, okay? I, I'm grateful that I have a chance to work in this industry. I'm grateful for a chance that uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be working on some deals. You don't even think about like who the competitors are. You don't even think about what the risks are. You think about the opportunities that you have. And of course, you have to be aware of other things in order to navigate it, but you don't focus on those. You start with the focus on the optimism. And boy, that does amazing things. Gratitude also, number six, it acknowledges your accomplishments. Not enough of us acknowledge accomplishments. We're at a time right now, holiday time is one of my favorite times to start what I call the 321. If you don't know what the 321 is, uh, check it out in Sales Leadership United. Um, look back over any period of time, three things that you were most uh, proud of, two th lessons that you learned, and then one thing you're going to do different as a result. I, I love the 321. And gratitude acknowledges those accomplishments. You know, we just don't give ourselves enough credit, okay? We've done things. Sometimes just being in the game is half the battle. Sometimes just getting out of bed. I've had dark times when I didn't want to get up. Like, I was just like, let's take a day off here. But give yourself credit for what you've accomplished. Be gra grateful for your accomplishments, okay? What that's going to do is create gratitude for yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to believe in yourself. You got to be willing to bet on yourself and your actions and your ability to chase, right? I mean, if we aren't chasing, then we need to rethink. Uh, I, I did a coaching training for a bunch of leaders this morning with another group, and it was about creating enrollment or chasing for the reps. What are we chasing? And gratitude is going to keep poor comparisons away. Gratitude is going to keep you focused on the things that you, you want for you. And it's going to keep a lot of that unhealthy mind stuff out, which takes us to the, the last one that I want to point to. Gratitude helps you achieve your goals. Number seven. Um, this is a really important one. Okay. 
Those who keep gratitude, they list that they have a higher belief in their ability to make progress towards goals than the people who don't exhibit gratitude. You know, they, they, they have more self-doubt. Gratitude eliminates a lot of self-doubt and self-doubt is one of the number one things that stops you from hitting goals. And when you eliminate some of that, it's going to help you personally. It's going to help you professionally. And if we're looking at this through a leadership lens, I believe it is an absolute imperative for leaders to cultivate gratitude if they want to help their team find new levels of performance. Why? Well, your health improves. Your personal life imp improves. Your professional life improves. Every part of you improves as this gets better. There's, there's something cool Magic might be too funky of a word, but there's something cool about positivity. It, it affects mood. It, 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 it lights you on fire. It fertilizes your mind. It, it makes things possible for growth and accomplishment. Positivity makes things possible. Okay, That's why we got to be chasing. That's why we got to be searching. And gratitude and positivity are the two sides of a coin. Gratitude makes you more possible, uh, positive. Positive makes things happen that makes you more grateful. These two things are inseparably tied. And and uh, I don't know what you guys do when you wake up first thing in the morning. And there's a funny like uh, game question: What's the first thing you that you reach for when you wake up in the morning? And uh, and for me, that has become my phone when I wake up in the morning. And I'm checking messages. I'm deleting spam. I'm looking if there's any direct messages that I need to get to. I'm looking at my calendar. I'm looking at these things. And I do that. I, I, I don't think that's the best way to start a day. I think that what I'm trying to do that maybe you might find helpful is I try hard to get mindset. I work so hard on wiring my mind in a positive way and then let the day run. Before you check that phone or do whatever you usually do, Start with a reflection of gratitude for something. Like one thing that you were grateful. Maybe it was I had a great sleep. Maybe I feel rested. Maybe it was, I don't know, okay? But we need, to, we need to be grateful. It might be for your family members. It might be for your life partner or spouse or whatever. Uh, but it's, it could also be not taking your employees for granted, okay? It, it could be appreciating something that you've accomplished. It could be thankful even that you have this leadership job that you have or, or the employees that are on your team or, or the fact that you can think clearly or, or that, you know, I can wiggle all my toes, I, that I'm breathing. You know, I, I've been that person where it's, it's, I'm just grateful that I'm breathing, okay? Maybe it's your clients. That's the thing I'm grateful for, one of the first things I'm grateful for. I, I have the greatest clients in the world. I'm grateful for them. Uh, I, recently, I, I recently had a birthday. It was overwhelming how my clients, like, were cool to me on that. It was, it was awesome. Gratitude involves effort. Okay. It's not just reflection, but it is action. Okay. It's not something that you do passively. You've got to be intentional about it. So I want to finish with that. Okay. There are things we can do to develop our gratitude attitude, our gratitude approach, our gratitude skill set. And so I got another side. I gave you seven ways that it's meaningful. I got another lucky seven of ways you can do it. There's way more than that. Okay. But these are things you can do that will help. The first way is a very common way. You've probably heard about gratitude journals. And if you've never done it, you should try. Chronicling the things that you're grateful for, those pile on top of each other, okay? There's a lot of ways that you can, that you can develop gratitude. But one of the easiest ways to do it is write about it. The more you write, the more aware you are of it. 
Um, I, I treat it like creating content. What are you grateful for? Some people do it every day. Some people do it every week. Some people do it whatever frequency. But start writing about it, okay? Um, start that type of a journaling thing. I would advise that a great way to do things are public thank yous. Some people really want public recognitions. Uh, other people don't really care about it. But public recognition often gives people confidence. That's what you want to do. You want to be a leader who inspires confidence. Uh, other times, almost everyone that will create more confidence. But for other people, it will it will fuel the fire to work hard. It creates a different kind of fuel. And when you know that you have people who appreciate that, man, make time for that. You know, for example, like on the last call before Thanksgiving, carve out time to call that person. There's something about calling someone for no other reason than to just say thank you. You might want to do that for every person on your team just before you go. I've done it before by sending up uh, uh, um, messages. We'll talk about that one in a second. But but carve those out. Do that in a publicly public way. Um, you know, some people don't love it, and that's okay. And and um, and and maybe if it if it makes people uncomfortable, you you may not want to send that email out to everyone. But but find ways to publicly thank people because it does create confidence, and for a lot of people, it fuels fires. Another one are private thank yous, okay? Now, instead of maybe spending uh, one of your one-hour one-on-ones with a team member talking about whatever you're going to talk about, whatever your topic, your coaching topic of the week is, um, here's one that might be fun. Make a thank you deck. I've done this before. It's fun. Make a thank you presentation where you make it like a, a Google Slides or a PowerPoint on the accomplishments you've seen and that you see them. It's not just the numbers, but what they're doing, their impact on the team, their impact on the community, their impact with their clients, the effort that they're putting into it. Maybe you see that they're a really great parent, but thank them for who they are and what they do. Put just a few slides together. Highlight those areas of impact, okay? But be specific when you do it. Don't be generic, be specific. I have seen this thing be something that people hold on to for a long time. I've seen it bring people to tears, okay? Um, generic is fine, but this is way, way better. Here's another one, number th uh, number four. Sometimes time off. Like I I've shared to, on all of my podcasts and in Sales Leadership United, we have passion factors and we have stress factors. Our jobs are stressful jobs in sales. There's a reason that we have mental health continuing to be a really big challenge. You can't eliminate all the stress factors. You just can't do it. But passion factors can counterbalance. And you'll never have as many stress passion factors as stress factors, but passion factors carry more weight than stress factors. And so one of the things that we found is one of the heaviest and more meaningful passion factors is unexpected rewards. A very simple way to do this is to give people a little time off. You know, everyone's getting Thursday and probably Friday off. Maybe maybe you give some people Wednesday off too. I know companies that give the whole week off because they want to give people a chance. This is a week of gratitude is what it is. And, and um, every organization may not be able to do that. But, but maybe you could go up to someone and, and, and say, Hey, I noticed X happened. Take the rest of the day off, okay? Time off doesn't have to be extreme like a whole week. You can let someone leave early on a Friday. Maybe you have a one-on-one -on -one at 11 o'clock Friday that goes to, a, to, to noon, and, and at the end of it, say, take the rest of the day off. Your only assignment is that you report back on Monday on what you did. Do something for you, and it can't be a, a honeydew list, okay? Um, just show them, or, or maybe say, come in later, or why don't you take your... You know, significant other to dinner and bring me the receipt, okay? 
show show their gratitude. Show your gratitude for what they're doing. I love number six. I love handwritten notes. I, I'm old school, but I love sending notes to people. Uh, I love people seeing it in handwriting. It, email's fine, but I love the handwritten note. I love leaving it on their desk or dropping it in the mail. Um, mailing a letter or a card to somebody on your team shows or one of your clients shows that you put thought into it and you did something just from that. It wasn't about convenience. It was instead about impact and showing gratitude. Um, here's another one that may surprise you. Sometimes it's giving people access to networking opportunities or, or exposure inside the organization. When someone's doing really well and you know what they're chasing, that maybe they want some things, maybe you can show gratitude by creating new opportunities or, 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 or new, uh, some people really want to be in a meeting or they want to represent you at something or, or get networked into something because they have ambition to be a leader themselves. So maybe you might arrange a call with someone. I've had great success with this saying, oh, you are wanting to do this. Let me introduce you to so-and-so on this other team because they can help you with this and show that you're willing to use your network to help them. Okay. Um, maybe you can get someone that's at a high level. I've done this. I've, I, uh, with, with one of the companies that I work with, I also happen to do business with them. And when someone does a good job with me, I'll reach out to the president of the company and say, hey, do me a favor, so-and-so did a great job. If you could send them a little note saying that you, know, you heard about it, that'd be great. And um, when you get top performers um, to get a note from someone not named you, but because you spread the good word of them, I, I love doing that with the people I work with to their senior vice presidents or the president of the company. So-and-so is someone that you ought to reach out to. I love helping them get that interaction with, with leaders. And the last one that I'll say is, is, is probably an obvious one, but it's compensation or gifts or just experiences. You know, there's always ways you can spend money to say thanks. You don't have to spend money, but sometimes that's a really great way to do it. I, I don't know what your budgets look like, and I know a lot of people are tightening up right now, so you don't have to do it that way. But if you can, it doesn't have to be crazy. Little things go a long way. For example, um, four movie tickets might be a cool thing to do because that way they can take their spouse um, or their significant other and then another couple. And they can say, yeah, my, my company gave us this for all four of us to go. And now all of a sudden, it, it's not just you saying, wow, you're doing great. It's, it's the other three people that are joining and say, what a great company that recognizes you. How, how great is it to be recognized? And it fuels that, okay? So... Listen, I want to finish this way. Every member of your team is unique. And as a leader, you need to consider how and in what way each person best can receive your thanks. Just like your coaching should be different with each one, the way you show gratitude should be different with each one. And I have a person that a uh, really important person in my life that would always tell me he, when he would come and work with me, he would tell me, because I would tell him, I didn't even know I was doing it. I would say to this guy, I appreciate you. I would just say, I appreciate you. And he told me once, you don't know what that does to me. I'm like, tell me. And, and he said, I'm used to people saying, I appreciate that you did this. I appreciate that, that you did this. So what I like is that you tell me you appreciate me. And that's what you want. In the world of creating I get you moments where people need to be seen, they need to be heard, and they need to be understood. I think an important part of people saying they get me, but the second part is, and they appreciate me. My advice and my hope and my challenge to each of you as sales leaders, don't just treat gratitude as something that you do at this time of Thanksgiving, okay? Don't just do it at a time when there's moments that call for it. Be intentional about becoming a more grateful human being 
And if you become a more grateful human being, you can become a more grateful leaders. Grateful people are happier people. They are more successful people and they are more impactful people. At this time of year, take some time as you're going about your process and doing your business on how does gratitude play a role for me as a leader? How intentional am I with my gratitude? How am I using gratitude in ways that will meet the needs of those fortunate enough to work with me? And as you do so, you can help people do their best work and live their best lives. And that's what our job is as leaders. We need to create impact for those we lead. We got to create life-changing years for those we lead. Don't go through the motions. Don't check the boxes. Don't just be a manager that keeps people inside the guardrails. Rails. Create impact. Create influence. And your best tool you may find as you evaluate it could be how you express gratitude and use that to create influence in how you develop people, how you create an environment where everyone can thrive, and ultimately how you help the people on your team and the company that you work with accomplish the important goals they have as they go into next year. I want to finish by being grateful to each of you. This show started over four years ago with just a, you know, a few people listening. And now four years later, we have about 50,000 people that download on a regular basis. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful that you share this with your teammates and your colleagues and the people that you work with. I'm grateful to those of you that also joined Sales Leadership United to continue to get more sales leadership assets. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to get to know so many of you as you share your leadership journeys with me. My commitment to you is I'll continue to bring the best sales leaders in the world. I have great ones coming. My commitment to you is I will continue to try and bring as much insights as you continue to bring insights to those people that you lead and that together we can make the world of sales just a little bit better place. I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I wish you much success this year. And I wish, uh, wish you the very greatest success as you make year 2023 the greatest of your career. Happy selling. Thank you so much for joining the Sales Leadership Podcast, the award-winning sales leadership podcast for those sales leaders looking to create legendary impact to those they lead. The greatest compliment you can give is to share this show and any of your favorite episodes with your fellow sales leaders, social media followers, or other communities you're part of. The Sales Leadership Podcast is brought to you by the Jepson Performance Group. If you want to discuss any of the topics discussed on the show, want to level up your leadership impact, discuss executive coaching services, or even include me at an upcoming event, hit me up at rob at jetpg.com. That's rob at jeppg.com. And to those of you working to become a legendary sales leader, I salute you and wish you much success on your journey. Whenever you need someone in your corner, you know where to find me.